When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm -mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. Welcome to the UNI Panther Point of View. Tune in each week for a deeper point of view from UNI coaches, student athletes, and UNI insiders. Now, here's the voice of the Panthers, Gary Rima. Hi, sports fans, and welcome to the Panther Point of View podcast. This is where we get a deeper point of view from UNI coaches, student athletes, and administrators. Today, we talk with an administrator, Associate Athletic Director for External Affairs, Nathan Christensen, joins us on the Panther Point of View podcast. First of all, we want to remind you to download and subscribe to the Panther Point of View podcast from wherever you download your podcast, Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, or at UNIPanthers.com. Welcome to the podcast, Nathan. How are you? Fantastic, and it's great to hear your voice. I think a lot of people, I think it's about a month now that we've had this podcast, and um, I know I've enjoyed it, hearing your voice and hearing you interview our coaches and others, and I know a lot of our fans have, so it's great to have you back on the air. Well, appreciate you saying that. A lot of fun doing it. Always love talking Panther sports, whether it's with the coaches, the student athletes, people in in the athletic department, and, and anxious to talk with you today because there's so much going on and and a big part of this this pandemic the the COVID-19 is impacting the the financial situation for universities and and you and I you know is not not immune from that so uh, we, we can dig into that and talk about some of the things that that the Panther Athletic Department is facing during this pandemic first of all I got is this is this like year three, four, five for you at UNI? Yeah, so it was December of 16 when I started here. So it's coming up on uh, four years. 
Wow. Yeah. Just uh, uh, you've done a great job. And, and one, one of your responsibilities is overseeing the Panther Scholarship Club. And we have seen that number uh, of what the Panther Scholarship Club raises just keep going up and up every year. Talk about the type of year you, you had last year and and what you're up against this year with, with everything that's going on with, with the virus and and uh, trying to build that, that PSC back up where you want it to be. Certainly. And yeah, so the Panther Scholarship Club's obviously, you know, the bloodline um, for our department. And for us, um, we've been able to really see strides um, since even David's got here. Um, and I think a lot of it is his leadership, but also our coaches and programs have really wrapped their arms around the Panther Scholarship Club. But also it goes to show what type of support that we have uh, for the Panthers. So last year, 2019 was a record year for us. Uh, we broke the record back in 2017 when we raised $1.52 million. Um, in 2019, we raised $1.53 million. So for us, uh, 2019 ended great, and we were excited for that 2020 year. Um, but obviously a, lots have occurred, lot, a lot of things have occurred here in 2020. But as of uh, today, uh, we've raised uh, $1.31 million. And if you would have told me back in March that we'd be at one point uh, three one million here in October. I'd be ecstatic. Um, I just think with everything going on in the world, um, and Panther Nation has really stepped up to you know to help us with the Panther Scholarship Club. You know, obviously the UNI Fight Initiative, which we'll visit here in a little bit on. Uh, but uh, I think people still understand the importance of it because regardless if we have sports or not, we have a scholarship bill of over four million dollars and. Uh, the Panther Scholarship Club helps us bridge that gap between our expenses with our scholarship expenses. So um, people can still get renewed. we got a few months left. The last day to give uh, is December 31st. So people still have a few months to get that stuff in. But um, to this point, we've had great conversations with people. We've had a lot of people increase their gifts. We've had people continue to renew. So that's the biggest thing for us is it doesn't matter what dollar amount. We just want people people to be a part of it because um, it supports all of our 400 student athletes here at UNI. What What's the best way for people that uh, that hear the podcast and say, you know what, I you know I I haven't given yet this year. I need to do that, or or maybe they'd already uh, made a donation to the the PSC, but they're like, you know what, I, I can give a little bit more. What What's the best way to go about that right now? The best way to go is supportthepanthers.com and click on Give Now. That will be directed right to our PSC site to give online. Otherwise, they can call our office um, or give us an email. Um, our office number is 319-273-6443, or our email address is psc at uni.edu. So, um Anytime, give online. That's the easiest way. Um, put in different information in your dollar amount, and it goes right to the foundation, and you'll get a, a receipt from them. Um, but again, I think it just for us to be at 1.3. Obviously, our goal this year is before COVID hit. You know, back in January one, we set our goal to be 1.6 million. Um, we still got a, some work left to do, um, but we can certainly reach that goal this year, I think. So um, continue to plug away. And if you're listening out there and you haven't given, or if you have given, like uh, Gary said, um, please think about supporting us today. Nathan, what happens if you don't reach that goal? What, 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 what's your next options if, if you come up shy of that 1.6? 
Um, great question. So obviously, you know, a lot of it's typically on a normal year, it's tied to, you know, try to make it up in other revenues such as um, season tickets. Uh, you know, Learfield helps us out with obviously the big part of the, our budget comes from them. Um, you know, university support, um, other avenues, but obviously this year it's you. It's you know it's, it's really tough because um, you know we know ticket revenue is going to be down. We know parking revenue is going to be down. Uh, concessions, um, you know, university support. So for us, it's going to be a really challenging year. You know, David, we've been pretty transparent with our fan base about our financials. You know, as of um, last March, you know, we've lost over two point seven million dollars in revenue. Um, and that number, unfortunately, continues to go up until we get uh, more fans in the stands and we have athletic events. So for us, it's this is crucial this year to try to reach that goal of $1.6 And also, can you share with us, uh, with the virus and, and, and football being uh, postponed until the spring and just everything else that's going on, there, uh, I think the the athletic department as a whole has had to make some concessions too, right? To try and streamline that budget in the athletic department. Yeah. So everyone over forty one thousand dollars or more that salary wise um, uh, took a salary cut um, based on you know ranges from five percent all the way up to twelve percent based on how much your salary was. Plus, we paused all spending. Um, as a department, so you know, marketing dollars or operation operationally um, pause spending. Plus, we uh, cut um, our operating budgets. Um, just as we knew that we had to make up some um, revenue or some some dollars, so we looked at everything, um, and that's kind of why we brought in the UNI Fight Initiative to help bridge that gap because of the two point seven million dollars in lost lost revenue, um, but. Um, which we'll visit here in a little bit on, but again, you know, the PSC is, it's, it's crucial for us. Um, it, and obviously it helps not only all of our programs and all of our student athletes, but it helps keep our department afloat. Yeah. Just uh, absolutely uh, huge for the athletic department. And, and that's good. I think it's good for the listeners to hear that, that, that the athletic department didn't just say, well, it's just going to be business as usual. You know, everybody's, you know, taking a, a little bit of a cut and, and you've streamlined the budget and, and saved some money that way. So I, I think that's important for, for Panther Nation to hear that as, as they give and support that, that the athletic department also is doing their job on their end to, to really look at budgets in any way that you can, you can save a, a dollar here or there. Yeah, certainly. I mean, we looked at our marketing budget and, uh, you know, obviously I, I get the privilege to oversee that, you know, working with our external team and we really went through it with a fine tooth comb and like, all right, what can we do to cut this down to help save people's jobs, to help save our, you know, help our other teams out. Um, and really just really went through everything, everything that we typically spend on and, uh, was I think it was a good exercise for us just as we move forward and once we get out of this COVID-19 um, pandemic and kind of get back to normal, you know, what can we really do to, uh, you know, do what's best for our department, but also do what's best for our um, fans and really make it a good game day experience as we get to that point. We're talking with Nathan Christensen. He is the Associate Athletic Director for External Affairs at the University of Northern Iowa. Uh, tell us about the UNI Fight Initiative. Uh, that uh, 
that has really been a, a, a boost for the athletic department. How has that worked out? And, and just uh, how, how can people give to the, to the UNI Fight Initiative? Yeah, I think, you know, when we first visited on this as a senior staff in terms of how can we, what can we do to bridge this gap? And we brought this, we had a lot of conversations on this because we saw their institutions, uh, a few institutions implement this. And we were one of the, you know, as if you looked across the nation, we were one of the first ones to really implement a COVID relief fund. And uh, I think for all of us, it's kind of been the most positive thing we've done in COVID um, just for us to have some small victories, if you per se, and, uh, you know, really working with, you know, coaches and donors and, you know, having our coaches, obviously a lot of our donors have good relationships with their coaches. So pulling them in, explain to our donor base about the challenges that we're facing. Um, and so we implemented this you and I fight initiative um, and started having conversations early in August um, and then announced in late August, early September to the public. But we wanted to have a good uh, start starting point of, you know, seeing how this would go. And I think for me, it, since I've been here at UNI, it just goes to show what type of support we have. Um, you know, to this point, as of, you know, mid-October, mid we're already raised over $470,000 uh, to the UNI fight initiative. And initially when we talked about this, like, oh, let's see if we can get 300,000. And, you know, we blew the doors off of that, right? Even before we went public. So I think it just goes to show the type of support that we have. Um, and even though COVID has affected everyone, uh, people understand the importance of our university, our department, um, and, and how strong, um, of, a donor base we have in terms of the support that we have and how important um, Panthers are to everyone. If, if someone walked into your office, they just came into the area and they're like, I see you got this UNI fight initiative thing going on. What, what, what is that? Explain that to me. What, what, what exactly is it? Where does the money go? And, and just lay it out there for us. For sure. Yep. So I, really what it is, it's our COVID relief fund. So, um, you know, trying to bridge the gap of that $2.7 million that we've lost in revenue, we needed to come up with something to help with that. So really this, these dollars that we raise go right to our operating budget, right to our bottom line that we're um, really honestly trying to keep the lights on and making sure that our student athletes still have a good experience here, but also, um, um, continue to push forward as a department and making sure that once, you know, basketball starting here on November 25th, um, and then obviously the spring is going to be crazy. So making sure that all of our programs have the right operating budgets to be able to compete at a high level um, and really put everyone in a position to be successful. So that's really what the UNI Fight Initiative is, is our COVID relief fund to be able to bridge the gap of the lost revenue that um, unfortunately hit us since March. Yeah. And, and when you talk about the $2.7 million lost revenue, is that from, is that from ticket sales? Is that from the basketball team possibly playing in the NCAA tournament? Where, where does, where does that 2.7 lost revenue, where did that hit you? Yeah. Great question, Gary. And it, um, it's a combination of many factors, but the biggest ones is obviously, like you mentioned, the NCAA distribution money, um, which is NCAA tournament, um, our guaranteed game with Iowa. I think a lot of people know this, but that was um, $650,000 that we lost um, from that football game um, that we all thought, I think we all think and 
even to this day that we had a really good opportunity to go in there and compete at a high level against that team. Um, so that was 650,000 plus the revenue that we know that we're going to lose from ticket sales and concessions and parking based on the percentage and of capacity that we're probably going to be facing here this um, uh, winter into spring. And then also university support, obviously with enrollments, a big piece of our, our re uh, revenue that we receive and it helps us with our budgets. And obviously with enrollment going down and just other, other challenges here that the universities face as a whole because of COVID that's affected um, that number as well. And people can give to the UNI Fight Initiative how? What, where do they go to? Yep, right, supportthepanthers.com. Um, there's a UNI Fight Initiative tab. It's going to be the first thing that pops up on the supportthepanthers.com website. You can give right on our website or they can call our number. Supportthepanthers.com. And, uh, you know, uh, we need Panther Nation to always support, but there's, we're just in unprecedented times. We and, and Panther Nation has certainly stepped up, but any way, shape, or form amount that you can give, now's the time to really step up and help, isn't it? No, oh, certainly. And I mean, if it's twenty-five dollars, that that that's that's a lot for us. So just right now, just anyone that can give something, you know, I know a lot for people is twenty-five or a thousand or five thousand or ten thousand. So. Um, I'm certainly we're willing to have conversations with everybody, anyone and any anybody that that would like to know more about the UNI Fight Initiative or Panther Scholarship Club. Uh, I just think it's we all know how important and how difficult I guess excuse me how difficult this time has been for everyone, um, and I just know just how Panther Nation has done a really good job of making sure that UNI Athletics is in the forefront of their mind and that's where they want to support. So that's been the fun part of, you know, if you, if I had to pick a fun time during COVID and during the whole pandemic, I would think just working on this unified initiative, it's been pretty special just having the honest conversations with our donors and um, visiting with them on during these times. Yeah, in the Cedar Valley, Northeast Iowa, the state of Iowa, we need UNI Panther Athletics. And, and we've seen some programs across the country that have, because of COVID and, and what the pandemic has done, has actually had to, to cut some sports. And that's one thing that, you know, we're holding strong on at UNI is, is keeping the, the sports teams intact. And that's one thing that we focused on. It's like we don't want to diminish or change anything to provide opportunities for our student athletes. And that's something that, you know, we've we haven't had conversations um, re regarding that topic. Um, and that's the last thing that that's the last thing a department would ever want to do. Um, and thankfully, to this point, we're not in that position just because of the support that we have um, with the Panther Scholarship Club and the United Fight Initiative. And um but yeah, those uh, it's unfortunate to see that occur across the nation. I mean, it's happening everywhere, um, unfortunately. But our biggest our biggest thing here at UNI was to make sure that we were not taking away opportunities from our young adults. Go to supportthepanthers.com to give to the UNI Fight Initiative. And I think you also mentioned you can go to supportthepanthers.com if you want to give to the Panther Scholarship Club. You can get routed to the, the PSC that way, too. Yeah, one-stop shop with everything. So if you want to do both areas, that'd be fantastic. If you want to give to both the Panther Scholarship Club and you and I fight, um, you can do both right there. 
talking with Nathan Christensen, Associate AD for External Affairs at the University of Northern Iowa. He's on our Panther Point of View podcast. Talk about ticketing. What are you seeing as far as that's one area that you oversee, the marketing of Panther Athletics, the ticketing, uh, communications, operations. What are you you noticing with with ticket sales and and interest uh, in in the winter sports and then even what you're seeing with with what we're going to have a eight game spring football season with four home games and four road games in the regular season this spring yeah i think looking back at the fall you know with football and uh, volleyball you know we had really good renewals uh, i think people obviously were really excited about both programs just because the years that the year they had and the, the outlook that was ahead um, but when we were going through um Literally the week before the rug kind of got pulled underneath us saying that football was going to get pushed this spring, we had a seating plan in place. Um, and based on the governor's proclamation of six feet between each um, season ticket group, um, we were down to 15% capacity in the dome, which, you know, it's 16,300 seats and we are down to about 2,400 people in the dome. And that's a, that's a pretty crazy number to think about, but based on the proclamation and the guidance from um, her office, that's where we were at. So uh, after that was determined that, you know, the season was going to get pushed this spring, we put out in communication to all of our season ticket holders that they had basically four options, either one, push it to the spring, push or two, push it to the fall, uh, three, push it to the donate to the Panther Scholarship Club, or four, get a refund. And thankfully, the majority either push it to the spring or push it to the fall. And I think a vast majority did push it to the, to the spring season. Same with volleyball. So that's the positive side of it, that we, we expect to still have good numbers here um, um, for the spring for both sports, and more information is going to be coming out here at a later date. Um, regarding men's basketball and women's basketball, uh, I can tell you with men's basketball back in May, we were at 85% renewed uh, for season ticket holders. And that, since I've been here, that's a record high for us to be at that amount renewed um, this early. So I think it just goes to show the excitement around that program um, and the people that um, are excited to see um, AJ and company and Fife and company to be on the court playing hoops. And I'm certainly excited to see both programs playing basketball here in the near future. But um, we're continuing to working through different um, scenarios for both uh, men's and women's basketball. Uh, you know, her proclamation ends October 18th, so her new proclamation. We'll see what that guidance look like, and we'll continue to move forward. But as of right now, in our current state, we're about 25% capacity within um, a cloud center, um, and we've we have sent out some information to our season ticket holders, letting them know that there will be information coming out in the near future. Um, but a few things that we can know for sure that's going to occur this uh, winter in basketball is that we are going to ask all of our fans to, to wear face coverings unless they're eating or drinking. Um, and one thing is it's going to be hard for us to make, have everyone in their same seats because of spacing. So spacing um, and the current proclamation is six feet. So, Gary, if you had four season tickets um, together – the next person closest to you would be four seats to your left or four seats to your right and then a row between. So your four seats would be together, but then you'd be six feet apart from anyone else based on the current proclamation. So um, depending on what occurs um, here um, next week in the new proclamation, things may change. Um, But uh, we're going to continue to communicate with our season ticket holder base. 
um, and have as many people in there as possible as, as, as what is allowed um, and what we feel comfortable to. So um, I just know our season ticket holders to this point have been very understanding and we're really excited to um, get basketball up and going here uh, for both the men's and women's. Can people uh, uh, still buy season tickets and, and hope be in a situation where they can be able to, to use them or are ticket sales on hold? How are you handling that right now? Yeah, good question. So you can re- you can still renew your season tickets for either um, men's and women's um, basketball. Uh, the thing is you need to have your PSE in by November 9th as well because um, – the way we're going to see people is going to be on priority. So the way our priority system works is um, Panther Scholarship Club level first, followed by point second. So the reason why we're asking people to get their PSE in by November 9th is because we're going to have to have all the seating done shortly after that because of um, getting making sure our season ticket holders get their tickets for those games here in late, late November, early December based on our schedule. So um, – People can, people can still renew. Um, just go to UniTix um, or UniPanthers.com and click on purchase tickets and do it that way. And just make sure you get your Panther Scholarship Club in as well so then we can seat you according to uh, priority. You know, and, and Nathan, you've been in the, the McLeod Center and taken in UNI basketball or volleyball. Uh, there, I, I know people maybe have a certain area they like to sit, but there's not a bad seat in the house. Just to be in there anywhere in the seating to be able to see the, the UNI Panther men and women's teams play this winter. I, I, I think, I think pretty much everybody is, w- would be just fine with that. Just been able to be in the arena and see this team play. hundred percent. I think that, you know, I, I don't sit still during games and I get a lot of different angles um, during basketball games, just going visiting with season ticket holders and donors. And I haven't found a bad spot in the McLeod center or even the dome to watch a game. So I think from the conversations I've had, people are just excited to be able to hopefully watch UNI Panthers and um, compete, or student-athletes compete, because um, they know they're going to do it at a high level. And I think just from the, like I said earlier, I think the conversations that I've had have been really positive, and they don't care where they're seeing as long as they're in the building. And, and if I'm hearing you right, when the new governor's initiative comes out uh, uh, shortly here, I think kind of about mid-October, if, if all of a sudden it's more of a, a 40 or 50 percent capacity indoor arenas you you guys will will increase fan capacity as the governor recommends would be allowed within the state of Iowa correct yep so based on how and plus how what we feel comfortable with um, I right. think um, uh, whatever she adjusts to we'll, you know we'll look at what's best for us as a department and university and obviously working with you know David and President Nook and um, and just really kind of seeing uh, in terms of what the flow is going to look like on our concourses and our restrooms and just all of our entrances. So, I mean, it's to, to talk about the things that we've talked about. I never thought in one day in my life in my career that we'd be talking about the things that we've talked about, but it's obviously a good learning experience and um, something that hopefully I never had to go through again. But um, I, I just think it's uh, for us, we're going to adjust um, whenever those proclamations are adjusted and we may look, you know, have, you know, you know November is going to look completely different than February, January or February even. So halfway through the season, we may adjust as well based on how things are going. Yeah. We're just, we're just in unprecedented times. And I got to believe that the athletic department 
totally appreciates the understanding of Panther Nation that, that you know, this this is just something unprecedented that we just never have had to go through. You never thought you'd have to be thinking about these things, working through these things, just like David Harris, the athletic director, and the rest of his staff. And you guys have handled this thing beautifully. And now we just hope we can we can field our teams and some fans can get in and see them play because that's that's such a big part of the college experience. It is. And I, I, you know, I think a lot of people historically, you know, don't mess with my cheese or, you know, people have a, don't people have a hard time with change. I think that's almost out the door now in, in my world, at least where, I mean, change, things change every hour, every day and um, every week. So it's uh, for us, I think we're just, we're just excited to have the opportunity to put our student athletes on the comp- field of competition and have fans in the stands. And uh, I, it's just it's positive to see so many people support us um, and excited about um, this upcoming winter and spring. One other thing on the UNI Fight Initiative I wanted to bring up with you is I'm 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 hearing some some rumblings that there might be something pretty cool that a I don't know business something that that's going to happen. Uh, in the Cedar Valley that really can be a nice shot in the arm, a nice boost for this you and I fight initiative you've been working through. Yeah, we're excited. It's gonna, we'll be announcing this here in the near future, Gary, but November 10th is going to be a special day for us here in the Cedar Valley where um, anybody um, that would like to support this initiative can do so by visiting a certain business that supports us. So there'll be more information coming out here in the near future regarding this. Um, but just mark your calendar now for November 10th. Um, if you guys are going to be in the Cedar Valley to stop by a local business, uh, that a lot of people visit on a daily basis that, um, you, um, can certainly help us out. Some breaking news right there. That's all, that's all we just, that's all we can give you right now, but just you put it on your calendar, November 10th, uh, really cool deal is going to happen and, and uh, to help you uh, and I Panther athletics. A couple of other things I wanted you to touch on before we let you go, Nathan, uh, um, the unity walk that, that the UNI student athletes had earlier this week, a really cool deal. What can you tell us about how that worked out? Yeah. So last Friday morning, um, our student athletes organized um, and led uh, Unity Walk that started south of McLeod there on the grass area all the way to the Campanile Yard, um, and it's probably it's one of the coolest things that I've been a part of since I've been here at UNI. Um, having our student athletes organize and lead this, you know, they approached us at, um, and David about, hey, we want we want really want to do this, you know, Austin Fife. Um, on the men's basketball team, he was really a leader in getting this all um, geared up. And uh, so we worked with the university and made sure that everyone was aware that we were going to do this. But it was a really good opportunity for our student athletes and campus community and um, community as a whole to come together um, as one um, and have just uh, honest and healthy conversation about um one, just being a good person and understanding that everyone everyone is different and let's celebrate our differences. Um, and I, it was just a really powerful morning. You know, start everyone met south of McLeod at 6.40 a.m. and we walked over a little after 7 and, you know, the program went to a little before 8 o'clock. So, you know, we had many different student athletes speak, um, black student athletes to white student athletes to David spoke. Um, 
and it was just it was a really cool experience. We had a lot of campus leadership on at the event. We had community people there, um, and it was really a, a special morning. Yeah, uh, well done. And and you know what's really cool, Nathan, is you know it didn't take some of us adults to to tell these student athletes, hey, you need to go do this. This was this was student athlete led at UNI. Yeah, I think that's a cool part of it. I mean, they came to us, um, you know, SAC, our Student Athlete Advisory Committee, and MSALT, um, uh, who's our minor, minority student uh, leadership group. They came to, as a – those two groups came to us and said we would like to do this, and we supported them 100%. Um, and I think that's the cool part of you and I, and I think that just shows what type of people we have here um, and the type of campus community we have. Speaking of UNI Panther student athletes, I understand uh, there's a Panther Pen Pals deal that's that's uh, start. What's that all about? Yeah, I know my daughter's excited about this. Uh, so basically, um, any you know any youth um, that would like to get more connected with a student athlete, they can go on to UNIPanthers.com and click on the Pen Pals. We've posted it on social media channels, but they can basically submit. Um, uh, their name um, and what they want to hear from a student athlete, but then also what sport. So if you want to hear from a soccer student athlete, if you want to hear from a swimming and diving student athlete, if you want to hear from a track and field student athlete, you can click on which sport you would like to, you'd like to hear from. Um, and that student athlete will send um, that ch uh, child a letter in the mail. Um, and it's just a great way for us to continue Obviously, these are weird times, and, and there's not a lot of socialization going on just because of, uh, you know, physical social distancing and, you know, mask and all that. So this is an opportunity for us to kind of uh, branch out and uh, kind of go on the old school route of actually sending a letter in the mail. I mean, how often do you get a letter in the mail from someone? So uh, it's something that, that hopefully people will take advantage of, and we've got a good response at this point. Love the idea. Great idea. Panther pen pals. That That's really cool. Um, you know, something else that, that you led the charge on when you came to UNI was you, you kind of spearheaded and got going the Panther caravan back in 2017. I, I suppose with the COVID virus and, and this pandemic, and we don't know what the spring and summer is going to look like, is that something that won't happen? Is that something you're going to have to put off for another year? I, I know people really enjoyed that when the Panther coaches and administrators and student athletes came around to different Iowa cities. Yeah, and, you know, we came out, 2019 was the best year we had, and it, 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 the caravan has continued to grow. I mean, we had record numbers um, in 2019, and we are excited, obviously, about 2020. Um, you know, as, as of right now, we don't know what that's going to look like this spring. You know, a couple other events that we don't know what's going to look like is Women at Play. That's a fundraiser for women's scholarship that usually occurs in January. Um, we've had that historically at um, the Waterloo Center for the Arts um, the past few years. And also rallying the Valley. You know, that, that occurs um, – in April, and obviously, as you know, we're going to be busy in April with football. So yeah. uh, we don't, you know, there's so much in the air right now with caravan and run uh, rally in the valley and women at play that we're just we're all, really honestly, Gary, we're trying to get all these schedules together. What you know, wrestling schedule and volleyball schedule and soccer schedule and basketballs and footballs and really trying to pinpoint what weekends are going to be even available to have these special event fundraisers, which are really important to us. But then also, what what is a recruiting calendar going to look like this spring 
now that everything has kind of gotten messed up because of COVID, because obviously if we, if we're taking our coaches and student athletes across the country um, that, you know, they're busy recruiting too. So we're trying to see what's best um, once we get this entire calendar in place for the caravans and the rallying the valleys. Yeah, that calendar is going to look crazy about from from January first on. If whatever rest you're getting now, uh, you you better get it because I don't know how much rest you'll get. You know, once you got basketball and then football overlapping and volleyball and wrestling and then into the spring, it it. I mean, the calendar is going to be crazy for for the athletic department. It is, and I'm worried about your voice. So hopefully, you can rest, <laughs> hopefully you can rest up too. I will. I'll be ready. I've been getting plenty of good rest. Uh, looking forward to basketball and right into football. Uh, before I let you go, Nathan, wrap it up. I understand there's going to be a run for you and I. What, what's that? Yeah, that's um, something else that got moved to virtual, too. I mean, I think this whole the virtual world right now that we live in. But um, uh, last year, we, in 2019, we moved Run for You and I, historically, which is a spring event. We moved it to the fall uh, in, with a football game. So, Obviously, this was home. This was supposed to be homecoming week for us. Uh, it was going to be our homecoming game here this Saturday on the seventeenth. Um, so we decided to instead of pushing run for United in the spring, we said let's just keep it in the fall. Um, and it's a virtual run um, this year, so it's a four mile run. So you can either walk it, you can crawl it, you can jog it, you can run it. Um, and all we ask is that you. Uh, post your time on social media and tag run for you and I, and we'll share it and reach retweet it. But um, people that registered, you still, you can still register. If you go to unipanthers.com and click on run for you and I, um, you can register till Wednesday. Um, it's $40 and you receive a run for you and I shirt. Um, but we, it's pretty cool. So we had uh, to this point, we have 24 States um, represented and then we have uh, three different countries, so it's kind of cool that people across and the entire around the world are signing up for Run for You and I virtual. So we're excited about um, this Saturday, and it's absolutely going to be a busy day for us. People posting stuff on social media and us retweeting, but um, really just a chance. Typically, it's a uh, run on campus, a four-mile run throughout campus that we just decided to do virtually. Before we let you go and, and wrap it up, Nathan, anything else that, that you want to add from, from your vantage point uh, with your position and what's going on with UNI Athletics? Yeah, I'd just like to thank Panther Nation for their support. You know, for us to be where we're at right now with the Panther Scholarship Club and the UNI Fight Initiative, it's in season tickets. I think it's uh, people truly value um, UNI um, at Panthers and obviously our student athletes and coaches. Um, I think it's just uh, this. Uh, you know, historical perspective on our department and what you do, Gary, to help promote the Panthers and our coaches. I just think there's a lot of things to be excited about, even though we're in a pandemic. And I, um, I'm just really excited about this winter and spring um, and what's what's to come for our programs. But uh, just thank you to all Panther Nation for your support and getting behind us and uh, keeping us strong and getting us through this pandemic. And hopefully everyone's staying safe. Um, and we're excited to see you guys in our venues in the near future. 
Uh, well said. Great stuff. Great insight. And again, uh, some of the, the places to go to if you want to give to the Panther Scholarship Club or to the UNI Fight Initiative, supportthepanthers.com. Uh, UNIPanthers.com also is a, a good place to go to that website for some of the other things that Nathan talked about, whether it's uh, Panther Pen Pals or ticketing, stuff like that. But those two websites are, are great websites. And I think Nathan would always welcome your calls at 319-273-6443. Great stuff, Nathan. Great catching up with you and hope to see you soon. All right. Take care, Gary, and talk to you soon. There he is, Nathan Christensen. He is the Associate Athletic Director for External Affairs at the University of Northern Iowa. I'm the voice of the Panthers, Gary Rima. Thanks for joining us on today's Panther Point of View podcast. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois.